My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am so honored to be here with you today. Today I want to talk with you about the flight of eagles. The title for this talk, if you will, is, is As Eagles Fly. And it seemed appropriate because the eagle is a symbol of freedom in our country, in the United States. There are other symbols. We have the Freedom Bell. We have the Statue of Liberty and others. But this picture, this image of an eagle is very familiar. And I don't know about you, but it touches my heart. You know, it represents not just freedom, but a strength that our country represents. And the symbol of freedom comes partially from the strength and size of the eagle, but also from the way the eagle flies in the song that we listen to by Daniel Neymar. The lyrics include this, have you ever seen an eagle head straight into the wind? He doesn't pick a fight. He spreads his wings and just gives in. And that's actually what it looks like when you see an eagle soaring. It, it looks like he just spreads his wings and it is effortless. It is a freedom of flight, a freedom of motion that calls to our hearts. When I lived in Florida, I lived right on Tampa Bay. And I had a dock, a small one at the back of my yard. And I had a canoe. My neighbor had a big dock and a big boat. And because of that, his dock, which ended right at my property line, had a huge piling, a big, big pole, a tall one, so he could tie his big boat to the piling. And there was an eagle that came every day and perched on top of this piling, and he would fish. And so that was one of the blessings of my life there, is pretty much every day I got to watch this eagle soaring in the air. And I remember always feeling that it was effortless. More than thinking it was effortless, I could feel the freedom of that flight, the freedom of that motion. But it's not that simple, actually. If I had you all right now, just raise your arms. Raise your arms the way the eagle has his wings spread. And then if I asked you, well, you're going to be flying for maybe a half hour. So keep your arms up for a half hour. In about two minutes, the pain would be bad enough. The strain, the effort would be difficult enough that you'd say the heck with this and your arms would come down. So this effortless gliding, this flight that the eagle represents that sometimes I used to wish I could do, has to be much more than just spreading those wings. And it is. People who've studied eagles and eagle flight have very intricate descriptions of the, the dynamics, the aerodynamics of an eagle's flight. And basically, 
He just rides the wind. And he rides the wind in a way that really does become effortless and easy. And then the other thing that the eagle does is it separates its outer feathers in a way that if it would move its wings, the resistance is minimal. So he's not fighting the wind, he's not fighting the air, he's riding the force and the power that is there under him. And if he needs to adjust his position, if he needs to go higher, he flaps his wings in a way that they go straight down, cutting through the air, and then the feathers that would be pushing him up minimize the resistance by being spread way out. Now, that's a super simplified explanation. There are people who know this much better than me. But the point is, the point is, is if we're going to claim for ourselves that spirit of freedom that this bird represents, what is it? What is it that is going to be the wind beneath our own wings? You know, if we're symbolically emulating this flight, what is it that's keeping us up? Because I think each and every one of us knows that when we rely only on our own devices, we get tired, we get confused, we feel bogged down or chained in by our circumstances. When, at least when I'm relying on my own devices, I end up feeling so far from free. So what is it I had to ask myself that is the wind beneath my wings? What is it that allows me to stay uplifted and gliding through my circumstances the way that that eagle flies through the wind that it's facing? And the first thing that came up was love. When I feel a deep love for someone or something, I can do things that I never imagined. My love for unity of the valley took me from absolutely being technophobic to doing church doing these spiritual experiences online, using technology, becoming friends with it. And really, it would only be love that would carry me through that experience because my fear of it as I was entering into the transformation that I had was huge. It was huge. And I can think of many other times, anyone who's a parent knows that love carries us through the most difficult situations. And we do it powerfully, just the way that eagle flies. The other thing that came to me is, for me anyway, you may have a different list or your list might be the same. And my list here isn't complete, but I'm just sharing the first things that came to my mind. The second for me 
that acts as the wind beneath my wings is faith. In the letters to the Hebrews, we learn that faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Faith allows us to go beyond our circumstances by allowing us to see beyond our circumstances and to trust in that vision that we hold. There's a story about Norman Vincent Peale. He was a, a very successful minister in New York. He served many, many people, but he began life very shy, very introverted, and could not see himself in that role at all. But before he stepped into ministry, he was at a fire. There was a fire in the city, and he, with other people, was watching a woman being asked to walk across a very um, high gap, you know, between, I guess, two buildings. But there was a, a plank, and she was being urged by the firemen to walk across to safety because if she didn't, she would not survive. And she was so frightened, she couldn't see herself successfully making it across. And so she stood frozen with these firemen urging her. And Norman Vincent Peale, without thinking about it, started talking to her. And he says, I see you on the other side of that plank. I see you on the other side. I see you in safety. I see you safely making it to the other side. All you need to do is put one foot in front of the other and never look down. And then join me in my vision in seeing you safely on the other side. And little by little, step by step, she made it across and she was safe. The firemen helped her down to ground level. But it was that faith that he had in her, in the possibility, in the vision that she made it across safely, helped her have enough faith for her to take those steps, the steps that she was un unable to take because she was initially frozen in fear. So love and faith, and I think the biggest thing, the most important, the central thing that is always the wind beneath my wings is the presence, oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I had a quote in there that I forgot. We live by faith and not by sight, and that's to support Norman Vincent Peale's story and it's from 2 Corinthians. And that's true, you know, because we, we would be stuck in one place without that faith. And the third thing that I was leading up to that, that serves to keep me uplifted, to be the wind beneath my wings, is the presence of God, that inner presence that I experience. We call it God within, we call it divine presence, we call it the Christ within. If we were 
Hindu, we would um, call the outer experience of God, Brahman, and then the inner experience, Amen. So whatever the name, whatever the title, we experience something greater within us. It might be a moment of courage. It might be a moment of wisdom. It might be a moment of revelation or just that deep, powerful calm that can be that inner presence. But that inner presence, which is a name I like to use right now, that inner presence, that Christ within, so often is the wind beneath my wings. In unity, we like to say it is not I, but the Christ within me that does the work. And I find myself so grateful that I can rely on the Christ within, on that inner presence to carry me through the work, to carry me through the circumstances. And this matches Jesus' teaching. Jesus said, Come unto me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. And that saying of Jesus could take months to really delve into. But at the heart of it, it says that know that you're connected to me. Know that we are one. Know the Christ within you because when you release everything to that Christ's presence, the burden becomes light. On its own, it can seem overwhelming, but through that inner presence, through that connecting, knowing our oneness with the Christ, our burdens become much lighter and much easier, and we soar through our life circumstances the way that eagle does. In the song that we listened to by Daniel Nemad, he also, he, he sang about the eagle's flight, but he also sang about wanting to be like water. And there's some very similar principles here. In the song, he said, I want to be like water coming down a mountain into shadowy canyons flowing from pool to stream. And the idea here is the way that the water flows, much like the eagle, it rides the surfaces on which it is flowing. It doesn't resist. It goes around or over the top or even under just like the eagle does not resist when it moves its wings or it minimizes the resistance. So if an eagle image doesn't work, then maybe the image of water and how freely it flows and wanting to be in that type of flow, in that way of moving that doesn't resist what is in front of us. I like to imagine images like this when, I, when I'm relating to that idea of flowing like water. 
In the lyrics, Daniel Nemad went on to say, want to be like water head uphill no more. I am bound for the sea. And those last two lines about not trying to flow uphill, not trying to move against gravity, not trying to move against what is unfolding, but finding my path through whatever is unfolding. For water to flow uphill, it would be a monumental task. And I know in my own life, there have been situations where I tried so very hard to flow against what was happening, to flow uphill, and it didn't work. It didn't work. And then that last line, I am bound for the sea. So often in unity, we've used the image of a wave and the ocean, or a bubble dissolving into the sea, where we are one with God the way a wave is one with the ocean. So all of this movement that is like water, this path that we take that flows with what is happening and allowing ourselves to be who we are in the midst of it, is a way for us to move and become one with the sea, one with the ocean. You know, sometimes we can feel so small, but when we remember that our destination, our home, the place where we are as well as the place that we're going to is always God, that vast presence that is within us and around us. Eckhart Tolle, a, a very wise spiritual teacher, says, I believe that Jesus realized his oneness with God, and he showed the way to all of us how to realize our own oneness with God. And so I think when we learn to allow God and love and faith and maybe other things to be the wind beneath our wings, we begin to experience that oneness with God. When we learn to flow like water and head to that power and presence that is God and experience our oneness with the vastness of God, the vastness of the image of the ocean, that we are doing what Jesus came to teach us to do, to know we are one with God. And as we do that, our burdens become much lighter. And so it is.